1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The final
0: out has been made. Let's talk about what just happened. The good and the bad. It's time for the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show. Driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. With the franchise, Tim Allen, on the fan. If you need doors and windows, go to PellaWI.com.
2: It is a final from American Family Field, and the results are good. A big, big win over the Chicago White Sox tonight to take game one of this three-game weekend set. 7-1, the final. Welcome in, everybody. It is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Tim Allen alongside the uh, Polish pipe bomb, Jeff Orlowski, and this one a uh well, as billed, a pitcher's duel throughout, however, both teams with a lot of foot traffic on the base pass here uh until things finally broke open uh late in the game. the Brewers with this victory, they do snap a five game home losing streak, and uh, they take game one more importantly of this three game set, pitching, 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 just ho- bide your time, just wait till your offense can put together a crooked number and the Brewers certainly did that as they run their mark now to 57 and 41 and you, know, you take a look at this series guys um look at these pitching matchups Giolito and Peralta tonight the ERAs 3.90 against 2.39 tomorrow night Rodan 2.14 against Corbin Burns 2.16 on Sunday, Lance Lynn, 184 against Woody, 204. I mean, you want to talk about maybe, just maybe, you never know, a little bit of a preview for the fall classic. I, stranger things have happened, and I just hope that, you know, with, with the, all, all the excitement around the Milwaukee Bucks and their NBA title, that that baton can be passed over uh you know what 3 miles down the road uh to American Family Field and the and the Brewers uh go on just uh as an exciting run as the Bucks just came off of that could you imagine that i mean let that let that settle in for a second here both the Bucks and the Brewers win the championship within the span of a couple of months a few months uh, it's not that far-fetched it really isn't now the Brewers do have some work and we're going to talk about that uh, as the show moves along, we threw it out there on uh, Twitter. Uh, trade season, about uh, a week left in that. And we're seeing that uh, there's already movement. Uh, former Brewers farmhand Nelson Cruz goes from Minnesota to Tampa. Rich Hill from Tampa to the New York Mets. So we're seeing some movement start. And I'm kind of wondering, what, where is the Brewers' need here? And I know where I'm going, and I've been there all season long, and that is a bullpen arm. I, I'm as about as close to 100% guarantee that the Brewers uh, and David Stearns and Matt Arnold and company will, will grab a bullpen arm. I mean, the injury to Devin Williams, you're looking at Boxberger being, you know, at some point you're going to have to let up. And, you know, he had the sore shoulder uh, this past week, and now he's back out there tonight, but – now, you're going to have to get a legit arm out in that bullpen and protect some of these leads uh, that are generated really with, with some offense but are generated really from the starting rotation. You can't, it's almost like you can't waste it. And David Stearns and Matt Arnold, I think they're well aware of that. 32,000 at American Family Field. And those of you that were at the game, we'll give you a little time to get out of there. And we'll ask this again. I uh, was a little disturbed by the amount of Chicago White Sox fans in the building. It seemed like it was f- sort of a 50-50 split, although the Brewers fans at the end going crazy. So maybe not. Uh, that You guys would have to determine that, uh, those of you that uh, were, were there. 799-1250, a huge win for the Milwaukee Brewers, and this kind of... You know, really, this is a good test for this team. This is a really solid Chicago White Sox team. Larusa, by the way, oh man, it's sweet beating that dude uh, because he was ejected in the game. I'm I'm surprised it took that long to eject him. Now he did have a he did have a gripe. I will say that the uh, calls went a little bit toward the Brewers uh, side of things. He did have a little bit of a gripe, but my concern was. Why, are we, why is he holding court again out there? I mean, he gets the umpires together, and he wants to have a little chat. The bottom line is you're arguing balls and strikes, and that is not to, not to be tolerated in baseball. And eventually he got thrown out. Tim Anderson gets thrown out. So a little bit of a messy game for the Chicago White Sox, and maybe Corbin Burns in tomorrow's start can just kind of eh, just, just methodically and surgically just frustrate uh, frustrate them even more, but trade season uh, certainly here for us guys. And and I'm wondering where's the need for this team now? The offense has been scuffling; it's the worst batting average in baseball as a team. And one would point to that, but you could make the argument also that Daniel Vogelbach on his return, Lorenzo Kane on his return, is going to be an improvement here. So if I mean. I don't know if, if if it's a choice either way. They may do both. They may get a bat as well as a bullpen arm. But I'm just wondering what what you guys think. Where the need is, the absolute need for this uh, Brewer squad, because man, they're 57 and 41. Uh, I mean they they have to seize the moment here. Freddie Peralta outstanding today, four shutout innings. Adrian Hauser. Planned, this was a planned short stint uh, for Freddy Peralta. But then Hauser comes in for two. Larusa kind of forces Council's hand to go to the bench. Uh, and we'll get to that in our game recap in, in just a bit here. And it it, uh, it worked for him at that time. But, you know, the Brewers obviously put up a bunch of insurance later on in the game. And uh, they go on for the set victory. 799-1250. A couple of things. One would be the need during this uh, trade season. Uh, as a matter of fact, we have the comments from uh, President David Stearns here. Pipe Bomb, if you want to grab that thing. He was in the Bally uh, Sports Wisconsin booth tonight and uh, really had you know a, a lot of topics and it wasn't the longest of innings. But t- to me, guys, It is about seizing the moment here you've got a lockdown rotation you just do that's it we're way beyond the halfway mark you have to take advantage of that here's what he had to say uh, earlier tonight on valley sports wisconsin
3: so i i expect there's going to be movement within the industry um there always is i think there's been a fair amount of industry chatter and discussion to this point and As with every trade deadline season, it comes down to the end, and the vast majority of deals get done in the last couple of days, sometimes the last couple of hours leading up to the deadline. I anticipate that to be the case again this year.
2: Yeah, and and I believe so. I think he's knee-deep already in some conversations. I truly believe that, and here's why. They're 57-41, and and with the rotation that they've got, it doesn't appear, guys – that they're going anywhere but where they are now. It doesn't appear that way to me. You get this type of pitching, you're going to be in this down down the stretch. And again, a very dangerous team to play in the postseason right now. Now, again, we have a couple of months left, I understand. But if you bolster that, there's no indication that these guys are going to let up. There's no indication. Now, I'm not a huge fan of baby babysitting these innings a little bit. I would put the hammer down a little bit more, but Craig Council has a lot more patience than I do. But where's the need for this team? A lot of you have been saying, get a bat in here. Keston, it's not working out this year. JBJ, it's not working out this year. Rowdy Telez, is he the answer? Uh, you know, I, again, he had a nice, nice night tonight, that's for sure. His best, uh, his best game in a Brewer's uniform. But we'll, we'll get to your reaction here on a Brewers 7-1 to victory and also this trade. You got about a week left before it's, it's, it's time to go. No more waiver trades. Not this year, at least. They may meet in the middle down the line here on an August 15th or something like that, but there's no more August uh, clear waivers and work out a deal. So you're going to have to make hay here in the next week, and what are they going to do? Also, if you were at the game tonight – it seemed by the audio, both TV and, and radio crowd mics, it appeared that maybe a, maybe a 50-50 split in the audience, 799-1250. Speaking on that, let's go to Joe leaving the game. Joe, what's on your mind? You're on the fan.
4: Well, uh, first, you know, I wanted to go to what you were saying about bolstering at the trade deadline. Not only are championships won with pitching, but dynasties are built with pitching. So I'm 100% behind you. You need to bolster that pitching staff – particularly in the bullpen, because uh, these guys, we've never seen a, a staff like this in my lifetime, at least, and we may never see it again. And You're right. And let that go to waste, I mean, that, that'd just be shameful. But in terms of the crowd, I, I was shocked. It felt like we were surrounded by Sox fans. And I was even saying to people, I'm like, I didn't even think there were this many Sox fans in Chicago. <laughs>
5: There's
0: not. Uh, and,
4: <laughs> yeah, and they, they all, all of them decided to come up here. And the weird thing was, Tim, it was, like, sneaky. None of them were wearing any socks gear at all. It was almost like they were incognito.
2: Yes, we looked at the TV, and it's like, wait a second. There's not a lot of socks garb out there. There, there no. weren't colors out there.
4: No, no black and white. Everybody's in street clothes. And it was to a point where you're hearing cheering, and you're looking around, like, trying to see who's doing it, and you almost couldn't even catch them because they, were, oh. they weren't even getting up out of their seats, really. They were just kind of sitting there you know, on their street clothes, just kind of cheering when things would happen. And then uh, when the Brewers would do something good, you know, of course everybody would sit down and be quiet. But, yeah, it was a weird crowd. I, I don't think I've ever had that at a, at a Brewers game where it was just kind of like couldn't tell who it was, but they were everywhere.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. Joe, thanks for the call. Thanks for the update from American Family Field. You know, we're used to that with the other Chicago team. Yeah, that I team has fans. Have, I, yeah, I, I didn't think we'd have to deal with this with, with the south Sh- side of Chicago team. Yeah, I, me- I just didn't. Now, now again, they're, hey, they're a good baseball team. There's no question. They're, they really are. Uh, they're a 58-win team. They're as good as the Milwaukee Brewers are. They are. And their pitching staff, they roll on that. They have an offense. That, there's the difference there. Tough team to, uh, to, to strike out a ton. Get balls in play. They've got a bullpen, which is really good. Uh, but they're hurt too, and they've got some injuries. But man, this, you know, what what is this? I mean, a Cub game? Is this a Cub weekend series? That's that's what it sounded like. 799, um, 1250. Let's go to Patrick. Patrick, you're next on the fan of Brewers' 7 1 victory.
6: Hey, franchise. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, we definitely need a bullpen arm, but I'm, I'm wondering, uh, you know, what your thought is about, um, I, I think we need a right-handed bat at first base. Um, uh, Keston's really struggling, um, but what are, what are we going to do when uh, Kane, Vogelbach, and Shaw come back? They got some tough, good decisions. I mean, they're tough decisions to make, good decisions to have, but... Taylor and Peterson, they're actually kind of swinging the bat pretty good. And what are you going to do with them when Kane and Vogelbach and Shaw come back?
2: Well, I would say that Jay, I don't think Jace Peterson is going anywhere. I think he's up here the rest of the way out. It's way too valuable. Wait, And who would have thought we'd, we'd talk about that? He was DFA'd twice in this organization and right. not claimed. So then he accepted the assignment. But Tyrone Taylor, you better get going because I feel bad for that kid. Once yeah. Kane is back, I see him being the odd man out because they're not moving Jackie Bradley Jr. They're stuck with him.
6: Right, right. Um, but, yeah, definitely a bullpen arm we need. But, uh, you know, that right-handed bat at first base, there was somebody in town this week. that we I'll tell that you, role. speaking
2: of which, Patrick, I'll give you his exact quote. His ex- yeah. And we're talking about Ryan Braun. Right. His exact quote, well, are you going to come back? I'm considering it. I haven't completely ruled it out. Exactly. Exactly.
6: That's exactly what
2: it. that's that's exactly what he said uh when he was at the Bucks game. And and hats off to the uh reporter there that got that got that question in. But there's your right handed first baseman to do a little platoon action. It's too bad that Keston here isn't hitting the baseball. It really is. It uh does throw a little bit of a monkey wrench into this thing
6: yeah exactly so yeah i think it's going to be interesting when uh when some of these guys come back and i think we're just a little heavy at left-handed bat at first base and it's it's just keston's got to get it going or something's going to have to be done so yeah i think
2: think he might he might be he might be sent back down for the third time yeah he he just might yeah that's too bad patrick thanks for the call dude uh, seven nine nine twelve fifty. So a uh, thirty-two thousand seven hundred fourteen attendance tonight. A seven to one victory. They snap a five game home losing streak that was somewhat concerning. So they get that done. But more importantly, and most importantly, it's another win, and it's a win over a a good club, a really good ball club. I love it. And now you've got Burns and, and Woody in games two and three. Now they got they've got their guys too. So we, I mean, again, you go inning by inning. This is one of those series. I'm just digging this series. I, 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 it popped up to me of the Chicago White Sox and and what they could be and what they're going to be last year when there was a two and two. Remember the four game set, two here, two there, um, and both road teams won the two in in the uh, other park. But that's when I was like, whoa, this White Sox team is good, and this is a great test for the Brewers in this series. I, I love it, and, and, you know, again, it's nothing-nothing it's throughout the uh, early stages of that game. They finally played a run, and you're thinking, eh, I don't know if that's going to hold up or not. I'm, I doubt it, but eh, you never know. Then they pour it on late. 799-1250. So is it a bat, or is there something I'm missing here? In terms of uh, acquiring, because they're not going to be sellers, we all are aware of that. They're going to be buyers, and what are they buying? What uh, I mean, maybe I'll be surprised, and they'll bring in a bat. Maybe they'll do both, an arm, maybe a couple of bullpen arms. There's a pipe bombs favorite guy out there.
7: Yeah, yeah,
2: he's available, uh, Mr. Jeremy Jeffress.
5: Well, so, you know, uh, didn't he? I think he signed with in the. I think he's now locked in with the Braves. I think so. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah. No, I think they definitely missed the boat on uh, on JJ. That's
2: too bad. It, it really is uh, because had they had they jumped on him a couple of months ago, by now he may have worked through his stuff and been outstanding. Hunter Strickland, you know, that's two consecutive outings in which he gave up a run. So I mean he had been dynamite prior to that, still, even if he hadn't given up runs in his last two outings, I still believe, I still believed when they had Fire Eisen and Rasmussen that they were an arm short. You got to back up this pitching staff with bullpen arms, the starting rotation. You've got to back that up. You've got to back it up because the limited output for this offense This still will give you a chance to win every game, every series. It will. I'm almost mm, this close to guaranteeing that there will be acquisitions here and it'll be in that bullpen. Seven, nine, nine, 1250. Marshall, you're next here on the fan. What's going
0: on?
8: Well, good evening, Tim. Thank you always for letting me on and, uh, Great follow-up tonight to the euphoric week it has been here in Milwaukee. I was at that parade yesterday, and it was um, it was great and unforgettable. You
2: yeah. know. Yeah. Well, can't, it begs the question: Can the Bucks hand that baton to the Brewers? Is it possible?
8: Use that term that the late Nat, Natalie Cole used to sing. I mean, she's messed right now, but uh, that truly was the feeling. And gonna, as far as passing the baton, it definitely can be. And I've listened to your callers here, listened to you. I, it, it's a tough dilemma here. Um, I've been uh, of, of the, of the of mindset to bring a bat in, but I'm open to an, another arm. I, I, I think that those are the two needs. I think it's pretty obvious, old captain obvious there a little bit. I, I, think, I, I think with the arm, your point about the arm I go back to a game we'd like to forget two years ago against a certain team that uh, ended up winning it all. Uh, and one of the big reasons we failed, I, I know some luck got involved mm-hmm. and everything, but the other side of it is is that um, we, we, we missed K'Nable. That was the point where we missed K'Nable. Hader was a bit overworked, to be fair. And, uh, and a good team just beat us. And, and uh, y- you know, I don't want to see that happen again here in 21. Uh, so I'm open to both. What do I think they're going to do? I think I heard Stearns tonight uh, at that part of the game, and I think that they're doing – I think they're trying both. I, I get the feeling that he, he he's got his plate full right now. That's the way he sounded, and mm-hmm. I think that's good. I think that's a good thing. Because I think some moves are going to be made. Who it will be, I don't know. Uh, I think we would have all loved Nelson Cruz here, but that's the way it goes. Uh, you know, the, the, the Tampa, Tampa gets that treasure there. So, you know, but we can definitely do well. I think tonight proved it. this great game. Tyrone Taylor's home run was something else, something to behold. But I really thought, even in that, at that point in the game, we were in good shape already. We were being up 3-0. nothing, right, right. Uh, One thing we have to get better at, though, and I, I hate to be critical in a 7-1 win over a very good team, and, a, and a, whether we like him or not, a legendary manager, um, I, we have to get better at our ISP. I mean, we finally did late in the game, but boy those early misses Man. i thought to myself that could really come back to haunt us because uh good pitchers and, and we're going to face two more the next the, the rest of this weekend you've got to get to them early i mean we got we, we got a break tonight that uh, we we kept getting the men on base and it finally worked out but there's going to be a game there where we miss those kind of chances early yeah, uh, yeah it's gonna, there's no question to get the door slammed on us
2: Yeah, there was a lot of foot traffic out there, and and they couldn't take advantage of it. Marshall, always a pleasure. Thank you, as always. Take care. I appreciate that. 799-1250. So if, if you look at this offense and you say, well, if Christian was Christian and Keston was Keston and JBJ didn't choose this year to have maybe the worst year of his life, Think about the offense then. Now, is it possible that these three individuals turn things around a little bit? Speaking of Yelich, so uh, during the during the Royal Series, he was asked um, if Yelich is ready to turn the corner. And this is interesting, guys. Is Christian Yelich ready to turn the corner? You know, they always talk about well when he goes middle and away, he's starting to dial in and. You know, he's drawing his walks and getting barrels to the ball and all that stuff, all that fun stuff. All those indicators that say, well, he's ready to bust out. Well, is he ready to turn the corner? Counsel was asked. You know what his opening line was, pipe bomb? I found this fascinating, and I'm not sure what it means. You tell me what it means. What he uh, said. Counts. yelly has been uh, having a little bit better approach. Is he ready to turn the corner? Craig Council answers, quote, I think we're a good baseball team. (laughs) That was his first sentence. Yeah, trying to avoid it. Well, then he did go on and attach it. Okay, so he went on to say, uh, Christian is a huge part of it. I think every player picks out when they were the best and says, I want to be that guy again. That's a really high bar to get to again. I know that he's helping us win baseball games. And if he gets going and gets hot and gets swinging the bat really well, then that's great. But we can be a really good baseball team, and we need Christian to be good. I don't think he's been the version we saw the second half of 18 and the first half of 19. Okay, yeah, really. Uh, but I know he's helping us win baseball games, and that's really good for me. Wow. So that's acceptable to him. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but, but again, I mean, guys, just it, they're this close, and it's close, I understand, because when you put Adamas, Wong, Avi, Omar, Urias, those guys I think are sort of solidified in what we're going to get the rest of the year. Would you agree with that? I don't see them falling into the, uh, um, the depths of Jackie Bradley Jr., do you? I don't see any of those guys doing that at this point. No. They're established in their season. Wong, Adamas, Avi Garcia, Omar Narvaez, Luis Urias. Those guys in particular. And that's a handful of guys. I mean, that's, we're talking five players right there. Come on, Christian Yelich. Jackie Bradley Jr., and Keston Hira. Guys, come on. You're so close to saying, we don't need to get a bat. We're set. Let's use our capital to go out and get a bullpen arm or two. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. You know, you definitely
5: expect more than a 244 average out of your former MVP.
2: But it's the slugging percentage. My Goodness, it's the slug. Where did it go? Keston, where did the barrel to ball skill go? Not just bat to ball skills. You were barrel to ball. Where did that go? JBJ, dude, I know, I know you're in a different city, different players, different stadium, different pitching against, different league. I get that. Where did it go? Where did your talents go offensively? And again, I don't want to be super negative, but that's where the bar has to be set. You've got three players right there that if they could pick it up just a little bit, just do a little bit more in what you're doing, it's going to make a huge difference. They get the victory tonight. 7-1 the final. Uh, President David Stearns talking about uh, this probably is going to be a very active trade season, and it's about a week away. Where do you see them going? What's their need? And additionally, can it be a special, special year in Milwaukee? Bucks just hand things off to the Brewers. Some of the players were super excited after seeing the Bucks win the championship. I don't know. I think they might have a shot at it this year, maybe more so than ever, based on pitching. 799-1250, a 7-1 winner tonight. Brewers take game one of this three-game set. It's the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove here on The Fan.
0: Let's find out the play of the game. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video. Home entertainment and smart home technology simply done right. Check them out at abcaudiovideo.com on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove on The Fan.
2: Hey, Brewers, 7-1 victory to take game one of this big three-game set um, against the Chicago White Sox. You'd have thought it were, were the Cubs in American Family Field, the amount of fans they brought in. But, okay, that's a good way to shut them up. So if I say it about the Cubs, i got to say it about the White Sox too, and that is don't let the toll booth hit you in the tailgate on the way back to Illanesia. Because uh, this was this was a fun one. ABC Audio Video play of the game in this one. So what's weird about this is Pipe Bomb and I were talking during the game, and it was the seventh inning, and it was the rally, and you know they were sending a bunch of guys um, on their way to first, a bunch of walks and all that. And here I'm, I'm, I made the comment, you know, I, I think uh, Jeff, you made the comment. It should be like twelve zip by this point, all the base runners for the Brewers, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I said, well, it, 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 it at least should be seven to nothing. My goodness, it's got to be somewhere around. Well, it wasn't but just a, well, maybe a minute and a half later that Tyrone Taylor got into one. It was three zip at the time. And look at this, it's now seven zip.
0: Two and two the count, Tyrone Taylor. And a swing and a
2: drive
5: down the left field line. Is it fair? Foul! Slam of his career in the big leagues. And Taylor with a knockout punch in the seventh inning.
2: Yeah, that was big on Valley Sports Wisconsin. Brian Anderson on that call. And now again, this is sometimes seasons get lost. And sometimes you just, you just are on a bad roll. And what I'm referring to is, Jeff, you and I had a conversation about a month ago, maybe five weeks ago or so. And it was Tyrone Taylor needs to start over Jackie Bradley Jr. to the All-Star break. Every game to the All-Star break. It'll give two, two things. It'll really give us an indication of whether Tyrone Taylor can handle the workload of an everyday thing. And number two, it would give JBJ a rest to just kind of mentally reset a little bit. And this is why. This is why right here. Let the kid play. Because when everyone's healthy, you think they're going to move JBJ at 12 mil? You think they're going to sit Lorenzo Cain for Tyrone Taylor? Uh Uh-uh. You think they're going to sit Avi Garcia or Christian Yelich for Tyrone Taylor? This is his only time. Mm -hmm. It's right now. Take advantage of it. Because JBJ is not doing the job. Tyrone Taylor is. When he gets in there, there seems to be a little more excitement in there. There just does. Now, the numbers don't. They don't necessarily jump off the sheet at you, but he's been clutch. And JBJ hasn't.
5: Well, and you're not losing anything defensively with Taylor either. He's, he's pretty flag- good. He can
2: flash some leather out there. Yep. Yeah, he is pretty good. 799-1250, talking about that deadline. And uh, coming off, you know, what the Bucs did, is it is it possible? Has it crossed your mind? That, well, if the Bucs can do it, uh, why not the Brew Crew? Oh, I'm all for that. Come on, baby. Come on one time. Uh, let's go to uh, Paul in uh, Fond du Lac, listening on the Odyssey app. Hey, Paul, you're on the fan.
9: Well, thanks for taking my call. And I am I am just so excited about this Brewers team. It's it's unbelievable. I didn't get to watch tonight's game, but um, I just heard the highlight. And if you're exactly right, this, this Tyrone Taylor needs to play. And these these kids are just bringing it every game, yeah no they are so so
2: do you think it could be a special year in in Milwaukee with the Bucs and the Brewers?
9: Yes yes, I do because it it doesn't matter uh, just uh, cousins that's pitching and Strickland it doesn't matter who these pitchers are that they bring up they're doing the job and and it doesn't matter to me who you are it's what have you done for me lately yeah you yeah. have to play those players that are hot and we have to get there cuz
2: yeah well I mean, they're 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 there they're in a pennant race right now and there's still some i mean obviously a little over 2 months left of the season paul thanks for the call i appreciate it uh, there's still you know obviously 2 months plus but again, the more this goes by, we talked earlier this year about time and about calendar and ripping sheets and days and weeks and um, another month off the calendar. Well, they're really hot and heavy into that right now. And just every day that goes by is further solidification that this team isn't going to change, that they are what they are right now. Now, they can get better through trade deadline uh, acquisitions. They can get a little bit better, which is some improvement from within. And we know who we're talking about there. But again, dramatically better. They're, they're 57 and 41. We're almost to 100 games here. They pretty much are what they are. Right around that 100 game mark, I think it's safe to say you kind of get what you get now. Which is Good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that, that it's not a good thing. It's a great thing. Can it be a little bit better? I think so, through acquisitions. Point is that they're going to be in this thing down the stretch more, way more than relevant baseball in the month of late August uh, range and, and then certainly in September. Now, again, things can go on the injury front, and we all are aware of that. But, uh, you know, I don't play that way. I don't pretend that there's going to be injuries. You just deal with them when you get there. They've been dealing with them all year. All, all season, yeah. You know, yeah. Well, how many games has Lorenzo Cain played so far? Yeah, two two stints on the IL for Christian uh, Yelich, three for for Colton Wong, Vogelbach. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, you're looking at uh, Travis Shaw. You're looking at Devin Williams currently. Yeah, and for these, them to
5: these... for them to put up the you know all the wins that they have, it it's very it's very
2: impressive. But if 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 you talk about large sample sizes, big windows of time in baseball, okay, hundred games I think is about good enough to define a team. Yeah. I mean, I get indicators after twenty five. Well, now we're now we're four times that, and so now can you can you be a little bit better from the outside coming in? Yes, and I think they will. And, and it's in the form of Ryan Braun, number one, on the bat side of things. It, it, there is nothing that, do, that doesn't make sense in that. Everything around that acquisition or signing makes sense to me. I don't know what doesn't. Um, maybe the history, I guess some would, would say the history of, of what he went through. With you know what I'm talking about, but outside of that, from a baseball standpoint, from an energy standpoint, from uh, you know, that that chemistry standpoint, from the leadership standpoint, all of those things, hell, he may be the key that unlocks the Yelich lock. You know, he might be the guy that just trips it and off they go. All right, uh, we'll get to Craig Council in just a second. Let's go to Todd. Todd, you're next on the fan. What's happening?
7: Howdy, boys! Welcome back, uh, Timmy. Uh, Thank you, all, all of us franchise fanatics. Uh, we missed you dearly. Um, I totally agree with you. I, you know, just uh, thinking, you just threw it at you know, kind of at me. You know, I was going to go a different direction, but I still will. But with the Ryan Braun, uh, I really didn't believe in it. But uh, when you said that, I I really do. I think that that could be the uh, the magical key to the uh, the magical uh, season. And I think uh, that that if we get past the uh, uh, San Francisco Giants, I think these two teams you're seeing tonight would be the uh, World Series uh, two teams. I, I really believe that. I, I, I really do. Um, and, and one other thing I'd like to mention is uh, since, you know, Jack Peterson's gone from the Cubs, and I think they're going to get into a fire sale situation. And if we stick to the six-day uh, rotation – I would love to see the Brewers go back and get Zach Davies back. You
2: know, if he's cheap enough, days, I would take it.
7: I would take it. I would love them to come back. I was talking to Pipe on the bottom. You know, I watched him today. He beat up. You know, granted it, it was just Arizona, but he would be uh, he'd be better than Suter for a mid reliever to get us through to bridge the gap in case somebody falls on their face. I, I really believe it, and I would love to see Zach. I would love. Todd,
2: we can't argue with the way Eric Lauer's been pitching.
7: No, no, but I would. But if you could add another piece Mm -hmm. to the puzzle with the six-day rotation, let's say he's got a bad day and he he can't do well, and and he's out in the first, second inning, or any of them are. You know, Zach's always been. uh, uh, He's always been a constant, and and I I, I, I would, uh, if we could get him back, I, I would love to see him back on our team.
2: You'd always love to have pitching. That's for sure. Todd, always a pleasure. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. 1250 I mean, Eric Lauer, I got to say, <laughs> he went from uh, the doghouse to uh, pitching really well. It's been, it's been nice to see. Yeah. And now, you know, Brett Anderson and Eric Lauer slowly starting to get the ERAs respectable. They, they are, and especially uh, Eric Lauer. He's been nice, so that th- those are and, and you're right, Todd. In that Davies would be a good insurance policy uh, just in case. But wow, this pitching! I again, you saw it tonight—one run to a pretty good offensive team in the White Sox. Well, and Lauer
5: was, and Anderson are pitching good, but Zach Davies was the uh, front part of a uh, combined no hitter this season.
2: He was, he was, and and I, hey, I'm not going to argue. I would I would take a decent pitcher. I think his ERA is okay. It's right around four. Last I checked, Davies. I think it's all right.
5: See, I would take him, but I'd want him in the bullpen. I wouldn't want him starting.
2: Right, that middle uh, right-handed version of Brent Suter yep. is what Todd, Todd is referring to, and I, I like that. I uh, do too. 799-1250. Uh, we're going to hear from Craig Council coming up. Brewers get a victory tonight to take game one of this three-game interleague weekend series over a good Chicago White Sox team. And they're back at it with Burns tomorrow, and now you're starting to lick your chops a little bit and saying, hey, you got Woody and, uh, and, and Burns going? You get one of those games, you take this series, push Chicago back out of town? Oh, we'll take that. It's so Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Tim Allen, there's Jeff Orlowski, the Polish pipe bomb, a 7-1 Brewers win. Council next here on The Fan.
0: What was the deal with the lineup? Why did he make that bullpen move? Why did he pinch hit with that guy? Time to get all of those questions answered and more with Scoop from the Skipper, brought to you by Schulze Family Beef. Treat your grill to quality pasture-raised beef from their family farm. Just go to SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan.
2: And the Brewers get a 7-1 victory tonight to take game one of this three-game weekend interleague set against a good Chicago White Sox team. And, you know, figure that out. You lose uh, four to uh, Kansas City this year. <laughs> you know, and again, you know, 20 games under five hundred roughly for the Kansas City Royals. You get beat in Kansas City in two in which you had Burns and Woody going. And here you had, uh, what was it, um Brett Anderson, Eric Lauer going uh, for the crew earlier this week, and you lose both of those games. You know, you can chalk it up to baseball, a couple of those games, but, I mean, four of them? Mm. I think this team plays maybe to the caliber of their opponent a little bit at times. and They they step up a little bit, and and certainly uh, some home cooking tonight uh, with some... With some pretty decent uh, revved up and jazzed up fans, that was that was really cool tonight, but a lot of Chicago White Sox fans in the house as well. We'll take it though, a seven one victory, fifty seven and forty one. We'll get the counts in just a couple of minutes here. Uh, if you guys want to jump in here, seven nine, nine, twelve, fifty, and what are the brewers looking for this trade season? You're gonna be hearing a lot about that. and And we do every year. slice and dice which which ones you want. Uh, which ones, maybe a move. I mean, I'd be surprised if there were big league talent on this big league roster uh, moved during this deadline. Maybe moved to, to AAA, but not out of the organization. That would be surprising to me. And, and really, quite frankly, is there the capital to get what you need? I think there is. I do. And I think there's, there's uh, diamonds in the rough in every minor league system. And multiples it's not just like two players that are coveted there's a lot of players that uh, a lot of organizations would want to take a flyer on especially a guy you know that on another team that is uh, in his final year with that team so it's merely a rental so that that's going to bring the cost down but where in particular is the need for this team in the 2021 championship season Moreno you're next on the fan what's going on
6: Hey man, thanks for taking my call. Uh, I've been a Brewers fan for years, so it's like for me, it's always up and down. We always have one thing and don't have the other. Either we have great, great hitting yep. and not pitching, and now we like seem like we have our pitching together and our hitting is like hit or miss. So I really wouldn't say that we do, I really wouldn't say I do anything to the team. You know, maybe add like a little minor lead back here or there. And I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, for me, I just feel like. Could be the Brewers' year. I mean, maybe, the, maybe, maybe we can get some of that Bucks mojo and you know start a domino effect and get a couple, get a couple World Series, a couple championships in Wisconsin this year.
2: Man, wouldn't that be something? I, I mean, I, I can't help. Thanks, thanks for the call. I, I, honestly, guys, I cannot help but think that way myself. I mean, I just, I just you, you talk about the celebration of of yesterday and an NBA title, but a World Series title, would it outdo that? Yes, sir. I think it would. And I'm not knocking the Milwaukee Bucks. We're all for it. Hell, I've, you know, been, uh, I, I adopted that team all this year. I was living and dying with every, every game. But, I, I mean, I can't help but think in that way that what would it be? If it's like that for the Bucks, what in the hell would it look like for the Brewers? Oh, madness. <laughs> I mean, you don't have the deer district. Someone brought up a, a phrase, the beer district, of if the brewers were gonna were gonna, you know, do a deep run and get into the into the World Series, ultimately uh, win it, but where would the beer district be? Well,
5: I bet that the you know that the crew would work something out with the Bucks and still have, you know, uh watch parties down sure. in the deer district for the Brewers. You're not passing up on uh, all those people and all that money.
2: I could see the, uh, the signage being cha- changed to beer district. Oh, I could see that in the heartbeat. I, see, we're writing the script here, Jeff. That's what, that's what we're doing here. <laughs> but they need to be better. And, and I'll tell you, uh, David Stearns is one uh, as president and former GM. Now it's uh, Matt Arnold. But you know, everything goes through Stearns. But you know, he, he's one that has always said, we are always in an effort to improve our team. From day one, he's been all over that, and I have fully agree. It doesn't matter what type of season it is, throwaway season, uh, uh, in-the-running season, a uh, high-potent, deep-run season, whatever it might be, always in an effort to improve your team. And I think it's really mandatory this year of many years in the past because of this pitching. Pitching's going to win in the postseason. It is. We see it time and time again in the postseason. We're not very used to the postseason. I guess lately we are. But we see that pitching gives you a chance to win every game. You know, lack of offense, you can still get a 3-1, 2-1, 2-zip win. And you would still say that that's not a great uh, offensive uh, output. But you can still win when you have this type of pitching. I think that's the, the case in point, that you, you have to. I think you have to. I don't. You know. Again, I'm not going to tell David Stearns what to do. That's just my opinion. Well, no, we talked you about you have this to be- this year.
5: Yeah, we talked about this before. How, with the way that the starters are are throwing and and Hater and you know the the way these guys are doing, how can you look them in the eye, walk through the clubhouse and look them in the eye if you don't make additions to this team? to solidify it for the postseason run that you're currently
2: on. You yeah, have because to. You want to reti- because you want to retain Bryce Tarang for 2024. Right. You know? And that's, that's, again, how much do you want to invest in this?
5: Hey, but- okay. Now that brings me to a question here for you, Timmy. Now that we're talking uh, hot and heavy here about the trade deadline, what the Brewers' needs are and everything like that, are you willing to throw... Keston here in on pretty much a talk for anybody.
2: (laughs) Well, oh, wow. Bullpen, arm, bat, Uh, you know. Everybody's touchable. Nobody's untouchable. Good answer. So, I I guess the answer is yes, but I would have to see what kind of cards are on the table, what kind of chips are on the table for me. This would have to be, that would have to be pretty formidable of an offer. It would, and and it should be. He's... He's just getting going in his career, guys. Don't give up on Keston Hira. Trust me, don't give up on him. Is he having a rough one? Yes. Yes, he is. And he'll learn and be better from this. But I I think you just have to take advantage here. You're up there with the big boys. What are the big boys going to do? What are the Dodgers going to do? What are the Giants going to do? What are the Padres going to do? I think they can beat any one of those teams in a postseason series with Woody, Burns, and Peralta. They are in all three of those games, even on a rough start for some of these guys. So they give up three runs. You're still in the game. Now, we would look at it and say, whoa, what's going on? What's going on with Burns? He gave up three runs through five and a third. Are you kidding? You're still in every game and you have to build on that. I am so so excited for a couple one the trade deadline here and and, and what happens. But this stretch run with this pitching. Wow. This is going to be a lot of fun, guys. It really is. Mike, let's get you in here uh before we get to Craig Council. What's going on?
1: Oh my god, guys. So, I went to the drive-through bank. I was going to hit the watering hole of watch brewers. That a boy. And- my little car decided it didn't want to go anywhere. Couldn't get it in gear. <laughs> no. So I popped the trunk. Luckily, I had beer. So I sat on my tailgate with my beer, <laughs> looking at a full moon, listening to the Brewers.
5: <laughs> oh, Three and a
1: half hours later, last pitch, the truck pulls up, tow truck. But you know what I hear, Tony La Russa? The unwritten rules of baseball by Tony La Russa get
2: run. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep.
1: You, the strike zone's been everywhere this year.
2: No, but he, he did have get a beef run
1: twenty more times.
2: He he and, had a beef. There's no ahead. there's no question.
1: I mean, am I right? Come on, this guy.
2: I know. Well, I had more of a problem with how long it took to throw him out.
1: Well, you know what, uh, Lorenzo came. Do you have any updates?
2: uh it's soon. I mean, it's really soon. They're they're I mean, just if we can
1: get him back, leader in the clubhouse, big bat. Mm-hmm. Braun, you wanna come back, that's fine. But we gotta get him back in there.
2: I think Braunny is knows? coming back.
1: That's probably all I got. But an hour right. home, the car's <laughs> at the dealer. And I'm listening to you guys and I'm getting a little happier. Mike, there how many go. beers
5: can you fit in the trunk of your Lamborghini?
1: Uh, a twelve pack. Okay, well that'll okay. that'll do. I that'll wish do. Was, I'm glad it's not a Lamborghini. It probably costs me three grand to fix.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike, t- take it easy. Hey, That's you funny.
1: guys. Have a good weekend. Hey, just uh, do. Don't forget pipe bomb Sunday.
5: Yep. Yeah. I hope, man. I hope. I uh, I should be in. I'll I'll probably see you on Sunday, my friend.
2: I don't know if I where, the, where you guys got number. a date.
5: Yeah, gonna meet up at a car show in Lannon. I think.
1: But uh. I'll be the one with the world championship belt and full box gear.
5: All right. I'll there be the one go. in the Iron so Maiden T-shirt.
2: <laughs> You're not to wearing your Metallica? First, so. <laughs> All right, Mike. All right, that is cool. That is cool. So he's tailgating. Having a beer in the bank parking lot. Right? Yeah. <laughs> for the tow truck.
5: Full moon. You got, you know, got the nice sights outside, the sweet sounds of Brewers baseball in his ear. Does it get any better? Obviously, you know, it could get a, a lot less expensive uh, for him with his uh, car problems,
2: but that, that's not a bad night in my book. That's exactly what I would do. I got to crack those beers open while we wait. You're not driving the car. No. I mean, you know, the tow truck is going to tow it away, and you just Uber out. Oh, it's beautiful. What else is beautiful? Here is a, a game one victory over the White Sox, and you kind of scrambled their jets here in this one. La Russa thrown out, Tim Anderson thrown out. L- nice to see a team. Game one of a big three-game set frustrated a little bit. Let's get uh, comments from Craig Council after a Brewers victory.
3: Craig, can you share with us now sort of the plan for Freddie and um, whether – 50 pitches was sort of the, the benchmark, or was it a number of up and down?
10: Yeah, the, the thought was we were just going to shorten Freddie this time. And the, the goal was, you know, we actually got 50 and 60 pitches. 50 to 60 pitches was was what we were thinking. So kind of decided that after the second inning, we'd make a decision if it's going to be three or four innings. And he was really efficient for the first two. So um, just got him a. a you know we got him a break um after the all-star game um and then a light one and the, the goal is just to um just have this recovery period now between starts just just be a little easier um and and just get him as fresh as we can and he'll we'll extend him the next time and and treat him uh pretty pretty normal the next time but um just like i said it's um a little bit of break, you know, kind of a see it as two and a half, three week break here a little bit, and then and then just kind of go back to normal. But at, at the other the other thing that we was important to us is just we wanted to, him to keep pitching. We didn't want to just you know we want to give him a break, but have him keep pitching and just make it a little make it a little less demanding. And really the same with Adrian.
2: Craig, I was going to ask about with Adrian—is that like also a byproduct of taking advantage of the schedule with the off days? You guys have had this recent stretch.
10: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's with Freddie too. Um, so it's with with both those guys that um, you know. I mean, I think you know Adrian's done a really nice job, and he and he feels like he feels strong and feels fresh. But I, it's the same thing. Knowing that we have two plus months to go. Um, the schedule has allowed us to get these guys to do a little less for a little period of time. And uh, so maybe that as much as anything, freshens up them up like during the next four or five days when they're not pitching, they're just, they recover really well and um, and are able to kind of capture the last two months feeling good. How about the patience shown by your guys in the the, uh, seventh inning there really kind of set the stage for that big inning? Yeah, it was you know the uh, bummer just kind of lost the strike zone a little bit, um, and then you know I, th- I mean Rowdy's oh. at bat was was a really really good at bat. He laid off some some tough pitches um, to, to set up Tyrone, but um, yeah, that was a that was an inning about moving the line and then getting the big hit.
3: Tyrone has given you a number of those over the last couple of years, and with Kane coming back. It, I, I know you make moves when, when it's time to make them, but like, is there a spot for him on this team when, when Kane's back and you have Jackie there as well?
10: Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that day, hopefully on Tuesday and we'll have to make a decision, but he helped us win a game tonight for sure. Um, and, uh, with, with lefty going, he'll be in there again tomorrow. So, um, you know, he's helping us win games. And that's what that's what Tyrone's done all year. He's done a nice job of it. He's a you know, he's been in our system for a while, but he's a young player that's clearly getting better. Um, this we've he's gotten probably more major league at bats this year than we anticipated. Um, but it's because he's he's earned them. Um and there has been injuries that have allowed it, but he's earned them and, and produced when he's got them. Um, and he's he's setting himself up to be a really important player here in the future. Just like boxes inning. Yeah, well, yeah, it was zero. Yeah, I mean, I it was good to be. He was healthy. Um, you know, he, he's box has He just he makes pitches when he has to make pitches. I think he's that's what he's done all year. Um, you know, Sheets had a good at bat against him. And I, I thought he threw some good pitches to Sheets, and then Sheets filed off a couple tough pitches, and then got a pitch to hit. Um, but then, he, you know, he got strong. He made some good pitches to Anderson to get ahead in the count and got the ground ball to third and, and then made some good pitches to Goodwin.
3: Craig, the other hitter tonight was Tellez. And, you know, with Jace Peterson doing what he's doing, he hasn't played a ton. But um, how impressed were you by his patience and just proficient at-bats
10: tonight? Yeah, I mean, Rowdy did a nice job. He had three huge at-bats for us, really. He drove mm-hmm. in the first run. Um, got a double to get another ra- another rally started, um, gave us a scoring opportunity. And then the walk was, uh, to keep something going. So, yeah, his, you know, that's, what's important. I think other players are playing well, you know, you got, you got to take your opportunities. You got an opportunity tonight and, and made the most of it.
2: You know, you never know once everybody gets healthy and activated and things like that, what's going to happen. You just heard Adam McAlvey in there and, you know, he, he, he made a great point, and that is, you know, you don't make moves until you make the move, and you can't speculate as to what's going to happen because something, you know, could pop up in there. But the answer I got out of that question about regarding his outfield, Lorenzo gets back, you've got Jackie Bradley, and you know, obviously uh, Avi and Yelly, and uh, where does this leave Tyrone Taylor? Um, felt to me like he's ticketed to Nashville. doesn't it? Well, the other thing gleaned from this is that with a lefty going tomorrow, um, you do have Tyrone Taylor as, as counsel said back in the lineup. Okay. That's a little bit different because Bradley jr. Was getting some starts against left-handed pitching. And I think they've made the decision possibly over the all-star over the all-star break that, Hey, we got to go with Tyrone Taylor against lefties at the very bare minimum. I would go with him every day. And JBJ would be pinch hitter, uh, uh, would be defensive replacement, double switch, things like that. But that's me. Hey, right now, let's go with Tyrone Taylor to face I- I- each lefty. So that that's good. It looks like he's going to take some playing time from JBJ. It Early indicators say. At least ride that hot hand. And, boy, he came through tonight at Grand Slam to put the game away. We're going to hear... From the Brewers Tyrone Taylor after the break here 799 1250 if you want to jump in here it's the Pella windows and doors of Wisconsin post game show driven by the legendary Great Lakes dragway in Union Grove here on the fan
0: let's find out what happened in today's game from the guys that played it let's head inside the clubhouse presented by windows select right now buy one get one free plus no payments for an entire year call them today at 262 703
2: 3500 yeah welcome back a seven to one Brewers victory over the White Sox and they just keep keeping on here and you just heard Craig Council talk about Freddie Peralta Adrian Hauser and you know kind of kind of making sure that uh, they have you know recovery time and things like this and you know, I thought a six-man rotation was going to take care of that. I mean, now it's double bubble, so they're doing the six man rotation and you know limiting to a degree some innings for some of these guys. And maybe it's just this one start for Peralta, but yeah, we'll see and and boy, he's got a lot more patience than I do. oh yeah, <laughs> man, yeah I mean i would I would be just every there there would be no six man rotation. there'd be no baby cake in innings no but, but this is me. I'd go for every single win I could get. Well, and, to me, you know.
5: to me, this is one of the most important stretches of the season. You know, I think it's very important to get out of the gate fairly well. But then right around trade deadline time, that's when you want to sit there and p- deliver the knockout blow to mm-hmm. the Reds so yep. they become sellers. You yep. know, you want to yep. sit there and crush these teams, and I don't know – when you're going up against another first-place team in the Chicago White Sox, that that's uh, exactly the day that I want to rest Freddie.
2: Yeah, it's just, again, uh, you know, Council's paid a lot of money uh, mm-hmm. to do what he does, and and he just has to show a lot of patience far more than us fans would. There's no question. I'll fully admit that. It doesn't mean we can't be right, though. That's That's the thing I've said over the years, that, you, have a, you guys are just super knowledgeable, and part of that is, you know, Brett Anderson uh, laid down a sacrifice bunt the other day, and, and the crowd went crazy. They understand the asset in that. But it doesn't mean that, you know, if we disagree with Craig Council that we're not right once in a while because we are. And Craig Council doesn't make every managerial decision like every manager that's every managed. He's not going to play it the same way Tony La Russa plays it that tells you that there's an alternative opinion there's an alternative way uh, outside of Craig council's uh, world that we could be right and ha- you guys have been right you guys have called many things over what Craig what blew up in Craig council's face now it's again it doesn't happen all the time and he has a lot more information in front of him mainly of which who's healthy that's the information we never really get. Who's ailing a little bit? Who's not feeling well a little bit? Who's got a, a stomach bug? We don't know all those things. So a lot of times it seems like a no-brainer to us. There's some inside information that Craig Council has. But, you know, for, for us to, to sit and say that you're right, they're four and two coming out of the All-Star break, by the way. Mm-hmm. But, you, but you're right, Jeff, in that you, you want to put the pedal down to create sellers. Uh, Eliminates your competition, so I, you know, I'm not a huge fan of this. I, I, again, I just, you know, maybe maybe it will, you know, come back on you know August 25th or September 2nd or whatever it might be. And look how fresh these guys are, Tim. See, this this is all this freshness here. This this quality here is built from Craig Council's decisions back in July, back in June. When, when we're coming off a 60-game season and going to 162, this is why there's still a force in the National League. And I hope that occurs. Oh, yeah. But I'm just saying right now, Jeff, six-man rotation is enough for me to alleviate some of the innings, some of the stress. That's just me, though.
5: Well, you know, and Craig Council obviously is one hell of a manager. And, no, he does not make every single call right. And mm-hmm. sometimes we are definitely Right. Now, if Craig's driving home uh, from Amfam Field right now and listening to us in in his car, hi Craig, uh, great win tonight, and but all Craig's got to say is, you know, look at the record, and he's got us. So you know, we we sit there and we nitpick, and yes, we are right sometimes, and I'm sure we are wrong sometimes because we don't have the injury info and stuff like that, all the the real, you know, deep inside baseball stuff uh that he has but uh but all he's got to do is point and say scoreboard fool you know yep. I'm doing pretty good
2: look at this record 57 and 41 and just just steady Freddie trooping through this 2021 championship season riding on the coattails of a, of a super exciting NBA title 3 miles from where he plays baseball mhm um All of those things are good. On the other hand, can they be better? I believe so. I believe so. So we'll we'll continue to talk about it. Hey, I'm going to love this team either way. I mean, if if, if I get on, you know, Keston Hira or JBJ or or Christian Yelich or whoever for not holding up their end of the bargain and then I got to hear it's just baseball, that's just baseball. It's baseball. Baseball offense is down all over the league. It's baseball. Well, why isn't it down for Winker? Why isn't it down for Castellanos or Tatis? Why is it just down for these three and we're supposed to be okay with it? Just saying. No, yeah, you're just not saying. wrong. We, we expect more. We just expect more out of some of these players. And, may, and, and they're reasonable expectations. I, I do believe that. But what a rotation this team has. It's about the offense. Go, go back to May. It's about acquiring Adamus Offense. He had to take – Stearns had to take care of it and did. And, you know, he mentioned today, by the way, before we get to Tyrone Taylor, you caught it, Jeff. They were eyeballing Adamus for a while now. He has made – Stearns has made that comment several times. Yep. They saw the pipeline of their, their uh, high-end shortstop prospect, and Adamas was a guy that was going to be expendable, if not more on the cheaper side, at least expendable. And attainable, and he just he just waited this out. It was it was pretty cool because Adamus has turned this thing around now. Thirty what thirty six and eighteen since the Brewers acquired Willie Adamas. That's that's crazy. Here is a guy that needs more playing time. It's Tyrone Taylor got the to start tonight and uh, put the game away. Seventh inning grand slam. Let's get some comments from the Brewers outfielder.
3: Tyrone, the energy right there was pretty high and La Russa gets tossed and, and you come up in a big spot like did you have to calm yourself down at all or feed off that whole buzz or just what was kind of going through your head at that time
11: yeah before, before most at bats I have to I have to calm myself down a little bit but that one uh I definitely had to chill out and uh, stay locked in and regroup and uh just try to go up there and have a good at bat
10: Tyrone, it looked like you really had to pull your hands in on that one. Did you? Did you have a pretty good sense that it was going to stay, fa- stay fair? or Did you think it might hook?
11: Um, right off the bat, I was, I was unsure. But then I, I saw the ball flight, and uh, I knew, I knew it was going to stay fair. So it was, it was sick. I was able to celebrate with my teammates. Like I don't even know who I made eye contact with in the dugout, but I felt like I made eye contact with every single person, and I could feel their energy, and I just got hyped with them, and I almost missed first base, but. Like we 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 snagged that we snuck that foot in there, baby. <laughs> hey Tyrone, it, it seemed like um, Willie Adamas took a
10: second to, to talk to you right before that at bat. Do you remember what he sh- or do you mind sharing what he said if you remember it?
11: Yeah, he, dude. But Willie's the man, man. He, this is how much of a leader he is on our team. He told me uh, he just told me that it was gonna be my moment and uh, just to go up there and do my thing. And uh, he, he so that's why I had to calm myself down before that bat because he already hyped me up. I was like, dude, I gotta. Got a chill. The people are getting tossed over here. This guy's telling me it's my moment. Is it, it was exciting.
3: Tyrone, they're, uh, they're being very careful with Freddie, and it, it looked like you know today was sort of planned for innings. You've known him for a while now, coming up. What do you think when you see what he's able to do on the mound and um, also just kind of the way it seems like he's going with this plan to, to be careful with him?
11: Um. I'm I'm, un, I'm unsure about their plan with Freddie, but uh, all, all year long he's been doing his thing man. he looks he looks comfortable up there. He's pounding his zone with his fastball. his slider's nasty now and uh, he's doing a great job and hopefully we keep it rolling with him throughout the rest of the season. Anything else for Tyro?
10: Tyro you know every game obviously counts but. you guys are getting into an important part of the schedule here. You're playing a first place team trading deadlines coming up these games are all very important how how does it feel to you to be contributing you know down the stretch in in these
11: games these important games and to me that's like that's the that's the most fun part about baseball being able to go out there with the boys and to be able to contribute at the highest level I'm having the time of my life man and uh we have a great team and we're just going to continue to take it day by day Well, we're uh focus on ourselves and uh keep it rolling
2: yeah, there he is, Tyrone Taylor, a grand slam tonight, putting the game away in the seventh inning. Yes. You, you still think something could happen at three zip? You know, there's no Devin Williams, and you're gonna go with Jake Cousins, and then it's Josh Hader, and you're thinking, well, no, no, we'll take this one. Sit those guys down. Let's go with Hunter Strickland. Let's, you know, let's go with Gustave. And then uh, lock it in because that Grand Slam put it away. Good for you, Tyrone Taylor. Good for you, T.T. Yeah,
5: it was a huge. But, you know,
2: part. It, the White Sox, they they walked the
5: peanut guy. So, you know, it. Uh, the, the a lot of the damage was self-inflicted on their end.
2: Yeah, it, it was. And you take advantage of it. And you don't want one of these games to slip away when you had every advantage. And uh, Tyrone Taylor took care of that. All right, take a break. Take a look at uh, tomorrow's matchup, another great pitching matchup. That's next Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway here on The Fan.
0: What's on tap for the crew? What pitcher starts the next one? It's time for some forward thinking on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove on The Fan.
2: All right, you like another pitching matchup like the one you had tonight? Okay, ask and receive because uh, tomorrow, 6:10 first pitch, will feature um, well Carlos Rodon, uh, author of a no-hitter this year and a 2.14 earned run average against Corbin Burns with a 2.16 ERA. I, I think, based on the frustration level of the White Sox tonight. I think Corbin Burns might be the perfect guy for that, that game tomorrow. Jeff, I, I do. He's a more methodic guy. He's, he takes a little time, sometimes a lot of time, um, but he takes, he takes a little time, and I think the White Sox want to get back at it a little bit and get their excitement going. Might be the perfect elixir to just kind of frustrate them even more. This is going to be a great, a great pitching matchup. Hell, you could uh, see something special tomorrow. You could.
5: Yeah, I hope so. You know, and like you said, you know, Burns does take his time. And, uh, you know, if he could step off the the rubber a couple times, too, to just try to frustrate. You know, because the White Sox, yes, they've they've got a lot of talent, a lot of young guys. Uh, They like to attack early in the count. So if you can get in their head and get them off their game, that's all the better.
2: Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. As I said, 6-10 first pitch after the last pitch, you make the switch over here again as you've been doing for sixteen years, fellow windows and doors of Wisconsin post game show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Once again, the final tonight, seven to one Brewers. They take game one of a really big three game set. It's just it ponders the thought of are we seeing a little preview here it's possible guys it is now the NL has some big boppers too it does you can't count out certainly the uh, the West out there the Giants Dodgers and, and Padres but you know again the Mets are starting to uh retool and 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 kind of boot up a little bit if you will they'll be pretty tough too so you know, the NL playoffs this year hmm Well, let's see uh, what kind of moves are made here. There might be some uh, conversations going on as we speak. All right, for Jeff Orlovsky, the Polish Pipe Bomb, my name is Tim Allen. You guys have a great night, and we'll see you tomorrow night. Brewers take game one. Let's make it two in a row and take the series tomorrow. You guys uh, remember, smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back.